Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. to be order. Somebody needs to take charge. Have you, have you noticed that somebody will come to the forefront eventually? Usually. And, and Paul said, you know, don't, don't let there be chaos in the church. You go to these cities, appoint elders. You know, one of the things that always fascinates me about ministry, Jesus himself, the Bible says he prayed all night before he appointed the twelve. Jesus was very purposeful about who he selected to be amongst his first 12 disciples. These men would play a crucial role in his earthly ministry, as well as in establishing his church. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, Christ is always the head of the church, but he appoints some to lead, and they should be respected and upheld in prayer and accountability. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. In Him all things consist, and He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He may have the preeminence. It brought back memories looking at this today and considering what Paul says there in that church or in that letter to the church at Colossae. You know, Jesus is to have preeminence in all things. Is that true in your life? Who has? What has preeminence in every area of your life? Who has preeminence in your, in your work, your attitudes, your decisions, your your choices. In other words, the basis for your decisions. What, what's the first thing you think about when, when, when you're deciding about your job or the decisions you make within your job or the attitudes that you have toward coworkers? Who has preeminence? What has preeminence? What comes first? What's the first thing you think about? What's the first priority? Is it Jesus? Should be. That's what it means to be Lord. We toss that around like, a, you know, Jesus is Lord. What, really? Is he really? Is he really in your life, Lord? Is he your king, your master? You know, I meditated on that a little while one afternoon, my master. And the, the idea, of course, is, is that of, you know, a bond slave who is completely and totally subject. And if you displease him, you die, potentially, probably. Preeminence in all things. He alone, the firstborn of all 
creation. You know, I was thinking about this. Paul goes representing the Lord of glory. He goes representing the one who spoke the worlds into existence. And he says, I plead with you. Get on the same page, guys. When he wrote to Titus, one of the things he told him in Titus 1, verse 5, he said, you need to appoint elders in the different cities. It's important. Why? Well, because there has to be order. There has to be order. We used to have a saying in Youth of the Mission, everybody's dog is nobody's dog. What did we mean by that? I thought you fed him. I thought you fed him. Well, nobody fed him. Had that happen with a chicken one time. She died. Seriously. Because nobody, you know, gave the chicken water. Nobody watered the chicken. Nobody gave the chickens water. The chicken died. It'll happen with a dog. If nobody feeds the dog, the dog will, well, usually dig its way out and find something to eat, right? (laughs) There has to be order. Somebody needs to take charge. Have you, have you noticed that somebody will come to the forefront eventually? Usually. And, and Paul said, you know, don't, don't let there be chaos in the church. You go to these cities, appoint elders. You know, one of the things that always fascinates me about ministry, Jesus himself, the Bible says he prayed all night before he appointed the twelve. So he went and selected those who would represent him initially, those he prayed all night about it, and then he appointed them. The Bible tells us he appoints some to be apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, so forth. The, the idea there is, again, there has to be order. There has to be. In First Peter chapter 5, you can turn there if you want. I want to read that to you as well. Peter deals with it. There's a consistency here among the teachings of the apostles. He says, The elders who are among you, in First Peter 5, 1, The elders who are among you, I exhort, I who am a fellow elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. What's the implication? Well, the implication is, is that we must all be submitted somewhere in some way. I mean, there's, there has to be order. There has to be. People will tell me all the time, you know, that, well, you know, you can be a Christian and not go to church. Yes, you can. Absolutely. You can be a Christian and not go to a church. And you will just dry up and die and be completely unfruitful. You'll get there. You'll get there. But as one pastor put it, you'll be awfully light when you arrive. You're not going to take a whole lot with you. There, there won't be any fruit. There won't be, your life will. Because as Jesus worded it in John, you know, 14, 15 in, in that area, he said, can, can a branch survive if disconnected from the vine? Now he was talking about us being disconnected from him. But the principle still applies. 
We're a body. We're supposed to be fitted together. It's over and over and over in the Scripture. You see that. We need each other. We're made to be interdependent. We need to be plugged in. We need to not bounce around. We need to not be fragmented. That's exactly what he's confronting. The fragmented body of Christ. It's unfruitful. It, it, I think it's something that absolutely, well, there's no question, it absolutely grieves the Holy Spirit and breaks his heart. But, and it's so prevalent, you know. It's, it's something that, that, it's one of the things that I look at, at Miami Beach over the years, and, and I've seen it just so sad. Where the, the body of Christ is fragmented. It's one of the reasons that I'm so excited about this uh, Cross the Bridge event because we see the different sheep folds. You know, Jesus referred to, he talks about the flock. There's, there's one flock and there's one shepherd. There are many folds. Do you remember the passage? The crowds were gathering. There was all kinds of buzz, all kinds of excitement. And the disciples said to him, come on, Lord, you know, we need to go. And he's like, no, I have to go this way because I have sheep that are not of this fold and they need me too. And so I have to go there. There are different sheep folds and there are to be elders in the different folds. There has to be order. The authority of the exhortation, the Lord himself. The second thing I want you to notice is the content of the exhortation. What is he actually saying to him? He, he says, speak the same thing. That's the first thing. What does he mean by that? He's talking about their message. What are they saying? You know, part of the fragmentation that I see in the body of Christ today is we have all kinds of messages. One church is focused on the environment because that's the cool thing right now. Saving the earth. You know, I've got a buddy down in Costa Rica doing a school with Youth with a Mission. He's doing a, you know, a school. I forget what it's called, but it's dealing with that issue of being stewards of, of the environment. We have churches that are all focused on the homeless and, and reaching out and, and caring for the homeless community. All these different messages. Now, are these negative messages? No. Should we be caring for the homeless? Absolutely. No doubt about it. We should be reaching out. We should have ministries. To the should we be concerned about abortion? That's another. You know, yes, we should. It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be talking about it. We should be talking about it. Politics, you know, there are churches. The whole message is about being involved and engaged in our culture and, you know, political activism and so forth. It's not a bad thing. But are these the primary things? No, they're not. They're not the primary message. Jesus wants us all saying the same thing. He wants us speaking the same message. How do we know? The Bible says so. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together, um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and, and get to know. 
So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, MainThingRadio.com. Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.